You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. Sorry, my heart rate is still at like <laughs> 600. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for August 21st, episode 3251. Good morning, Horse World. You have found Horses in the Morning on a Monday. You're in for an amazing horsey week of laughter, learning, and fun with Glenn and Jamie. Well, good how morning. is it possible? I just don't understand how it's possible, Glenn. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Uh, Kyle Flowers is joining us today from F&M Clydesdales, to, and he's going to tell us all about the Clydesdale and our breed highlight for today. And sometimes you have to let the spouse win one, and Jamie and I both did that this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that, too. <laughs> Dream jobs uh, our listeners have. I did a post for our auditors today that uh, some of the answers there are interesting. We're going to do an update on barn shopping. And uh, Jamie um, is going to talk about what it's like to have a wasp attack you right before the show starts. Oh, my God. Why is there like a four-inch long red wasp on my window right in front of my face? And so I take my shoe off, and I'm like, I can't let this guy survive. So I hit him, and then he falls behind my desk and disappears. And then he goes behind my desk, and I'm supposed to put my feet under my desk. And I'm not going to do that with a freaking wasp that I haven't found the location for. And then I hear something. I think he fell into my trash can and I just heard something moving around in my trash can I just ran outside put the trash can outside hoping he didn't sting my hand on the way out and then he's outside but maybe he's not I don't know I didn't see him in the trash can because he was in the trash can so now I've got uh, I can't put my feet down <laughs> and you're going to hear the auditors will get the privilege of hearing the swearing that was involved in, in trying to get the wasp because I recorded that oh please that. did not you did <laughs> yes, not I record did. that yes, I did. So auditors, hang on. Jesus, nothing is sacred. <laughs> well, this is a question first world problems, and you'll get to hear Jamie's I can't uh, believe you recorded I that. Did. I did. You have broken trust. It was trust. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything about you is funny today. Oh, uh, just wait. I'm, I'm <laughs> dropping a bomb on you in just a second. You just wait. <laughs> Hey, we do want to uh, give, geez, give our best. Uh, I don't know if you've seen about the what's happening with the flooding down in California, but Palm Beach is completely cut off. They can't get in or out. Dodger Stadium has a moat the entire way around it. It's completely surrounded with water. Um, and between that and the fires up in the Northwest and earthquakes and all the heat that's just ridiculous in the rest of the country, we're thinking about all of you, uh, you know, our best to all of you. I know we have a lot of listeners in California and Southern California. So uh, we're wishing you guys the best. And wow. Wow. Sorry. That makes my wasp problem yes. not very big. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's just crazy weather out there right now. So we're thinking about all of you and uh, stay safe. We have 
one on her birthday, and it's our nomad, who we haven't had on in a while. She travels all around the country and does uh, wild, exciting things. She's really a badass. Uh, Jessica Isbrek. Uh, Jessica, where are you? Are you in the rain, or are you on the east? I don't know even where you are right now. So let us know, and we need to get you back on the show to give us an update. So I'm going to need Wednesday morning off. Can I have Wednesday morning off? Uh, no, because I'm off. I can't, Well, I can't be here either, so we're going to have to run a best of. Listen, you maybe do this podcast called Retired Racehorse Radio, Glenn. Yeah. And I did like over 100 episodes. And every episode we had Leandra Cooper from New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program come on the show and highlight various thoroughbreds that were available for adoption. And every time she came on, I asked her, do you have any American pharaoh babies that are sound and ready to go? No, 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 never, never, never. Well, I got a call this morning, Glenn. (laughs) I got a call this morning from Leandra or a message, a a Facebook message. And she's like, "Uh, we got American Pharaoh baby in and he's sound and he's absolutely perfect for you. (laughs) So that's cool because I don't need a horse. So I'm like, well, that would be silly. Well, he's an American Pharaoh baby. He's three years old. And he was just surrendered because basically he couldn't outrun me. And he was surrendered by Bobby Flay. Oh, really? And he's 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 three. So um, let me see here. Let me find these where, messages. Where, is he in Lexington? Yep. Or he's in Lexington. He's in Lexington. So I might have booked a flight for tomorrow. <laughs> So tomorrow I head out at 6 a.m. on a flight to Dallas, then to fly to Lexington to go look at a world. Then I'll catch an Uber to get out to new vocations where I'm going to look at an American feral baby named uh, American Hustle. So, of course, I'm laying in bed when I get this message like 6 a.m. There's Chad. I'm like, hey, check this out. Well, now I know how he got a motorcycle. it's a give and take but uh yeah so i am gonna go and so she sent me some video of him and uh he's like she's like 16 one or 16 two just a really cool little chestnut gelding and um she said that i would be quote the greatest match for him and I, so I called Chad and I, or I talked to Chad. I'm like, there's an American Pharaoh baby. He's like, you've been really wanting one of those, but you know, you don't need another horse. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't need another horse. He was like, well, we did just get all the hay for the winter. So you should be good on food for the winter. I was like, oh my God. Oh, so he leaves. Where is he? He's playing golf. I call him. Uh, so honey, um, he's like, are you calling about a horse? <laughs> said, well, I might be, what are you doing Wednesday? And I, he's like, well, I've, I'm probably going to go on a trip Wednesday night, Thursday. So um, I was like, well, I kind of, I kind of booked a flight for Wednesday. 
And he's like, oh, well, it would be better if you go tomorrow because I was like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what is happening? I swear to God, something else is coming because something came this weekend. Yes, that I think that's we will that, get into. That But anyway, wish me luck. I'm going to go see my potential dream pony at New Vocations. I've been waiting on an American Pharaoh. I mean, I have like a giant Fredstone print of American Pharaoh in my living room. I have his Breeders' Cup uh, jacket. I am just an American Pharaoh fan, always have been, and I'm super excited to go meet one of his sons who sold for, I think, like in the yearling auction for like $250,000, and he ran like four times, and they retired him because they didn't want to have him go down in claimers, so they just, they were like, here, we want to give him to you, to new vocations, and Leandro called me, and I'm going to see him tomorrow. Does he come with a Bobby Flay meal of the month package. <laughs> <laughs> the meal of the month club from Bobby Flay. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to go see him tomorrow. So I'm not going to be here Wednesday. Sorry. <laughs> okay. We'll have to let Ashley know that she's hosting the show by herself on Wednesday. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was my Ashley day. Oh, bummer. <laughs> uh, so that, well, that, now I was going to pick on you about the other thing, but now it makes sense. Because it's you just, know, it's, it's his turn is basically yeah, because, what's happening. So on the show, you have said repeatedly that Chad is not getting a motorcycle. And it, it, it's very cliche, by the way, in Chad's case, about the motorcycle because he's a fighter pilot. So it's just a cliche anyway. Um, when I met Chad, he literally drove a motorcycle as his only vehicle and drove to the Air Force Base, probably shirtless with dog tags hanging off. He lived in like a condo in like a cool part of Phoenix. And and now he lives on a farm and drives a tractor and like that's his life. So I feel like I've changed it. And but once and he's always had a motorcycle that we've been together because he was like, it's such a cheap commute to get to the to the base, you know, it just drives a motorcycle and up, whatever. And when they're driving the motorcycle to to work, they have so much protective gear and everything. And so it was okay until we had a kid. And then I was like, okay, this is not a family-friendly automobile. Plus, I am not not raising this child alone. Like you at least let's get him off to college and get college paid for it before you kill yourself. So he decided, yes, you're right. So he sold the motorcycle, but Glenn, what I wanted to focus on was, I don't know if it was on the air or off the air last. When I told you about the puppy, I said, I can't believe Chad agreed to getting the puppy. Oh yeah. This and is the, the, the 15th, uh, yeah, the, yeah. This is a bass on puppy that we got, and I was like, "Is he cheating on me? Like, oh, what? Right. We did on? that on the air. <laughs> and he, and then you said, "This is a long con, and he's going to get a motorcycle." Yes, I did. I told him that yesterday. I said Glenn was right, <laughs> and he's like, "What?" I said Glenn was right. He told me you were going to get a motorcycle, and I'm going to dig out the audio. So yes, my husband bought a motorcycle. Uh, just another family-friendly, really sensible farm vehicle. Well, and uh, I noticed that your son has taken a liking to the motorcycle. Mom, can I ride the motorcycle with that again? <laughs> you know he's never going to touch a horse again. <laughs> I know. I'm done. I'm done. My husband, my son. And he got him a really cool a helmet. That didn't help. <laughs> my son wants to be a pilot and drive a motorcycle. Like what? I'm. I live alone. <laughs> I. To be honest, after you post that picture over the weekend, you know I couldn't stop laughing. Matter of fact, I was still laughing when you answered the phone this morning. <laughs> I just couldn't help it. Because we've had this conversation off the air a dozen times, too. <laughs> well, when he brought it home, I was like, it was a long con. You were conning me. 
you made me think you were cheating on me, but all you did, oh, it's like it's, he played my game. Yes, Glenn. he did. He played <laughs> my game. Oh, I didn't cheat on you. I just got a motorcycle. Like, yeah, which is okay. worse. <laughs> <sighs> well, we both lost this weekend, actually, because um, we were driving up to look at a tractor. And we it's like real rural above where we're going to live, and it's really rural. We're going to Chiefland is the name of the town. And it's very, very rural. So we get up there, and we're driving by this this place that does the metal barns. And I said to Jennifer, I said, that's one of the places we wanted to look at. And she's been getting quotes from different places, and some get back to you and some don't. You know how it is right now. So I said, why don't we just stop there and you know go to Tractor After? So we stopped there, and these guys were the nicest guys in Chiefland. Good old boys, and they designed the whole thing, came in way under the prices we were getting from anybody else, and they actually make them. They don't just sell them and install them, and the whole thing is like, okay, so we had these two designs, one I really liked and one she really liked, and guess which one we're getting? Well, it doesn't matter what you like. Just no, I'm just going to say yeah, that right yeah, now. It's like no, it it's like asking for an opinion on planning a wedding from the groom. Like Nobody <laughs> cares. We're just trying to make you feel better. <laughs> well, that's what happened, but... Now we have the barn. So so we're definitely getting the one she liked. And uh, it just was fate that we were driving by this place. And they were terrific and really easy to deal with. Then we went to look at the tractor and discovered the tractor is going to cost 50% more than the barn. Oh, my God. And it's not a big tractor. tractor. It's a little tractor. And they are so expensive now. It is incredible. I didn't end up buying the tractor because after having bought a barn, I was in shock. So, (laughs) (laughs) hey, honey, we're going to go get you a tractor. Oh, wait. Oh, well, look at that over there. You're like, wow, we should pull in. She's like, wow, that's such a good idea. I didn't have that planned at all. I didn't pick a tractor that would have been taking us right by this place. That's so weird. And then you get out and you're like, oh, my God, it's like it's free. It's 50% less. And then you don't get the tractor. (laughs) I mean, eventually we're going to have to get a tractor, but. Oh, my God, Jamie, they're expensive. They are really expensive. And finding yeah, used we, ones is tough right now. We scored with ours. I mean, I just happened to get – we didn't even live here yet. And I found one on, like, some Oklahoma Facebook page. And it turns out the guy works for State Farm and knows my dad and gave us a sweet deal oh. and gave us all the implement. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You it was lucky. crazy. Yeah, And that totally was pre-COVID lucky. when the prices were half of what they are now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't even – How much was it? How much was it? The tractor. And this is a little one. This is like the second size up from the smallest one you can get with a bucket. Okay. Does it have, so it has a front end loader. It has a front end loader. It lifts maybe a thousand pounds. It's not a big tractor. And it will do a four foot bush hog, not a five foot, $30,000. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yep. Well, I don't want to tell you what we pay for ours with all the implements. I actually do. (laughs) We're still Um, looking. We're still looking for a used one. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. So that was for a new one, thirty grand. Yep. And you get any size, like the size we probably should have for any farm. If you want to move round bales comfortably and stuff, you're you're looking at thirty five, forty thousand dollars now. Oh my god! I know. Crazy. I know. I don't think I've had. It was every bit as much as the car we bought. Well, the last truck, the Ranger we bought. Was the well, same that's price. why I ended up buying the Beetle because to buy a side by side was going to be twenty five thousand oh, dollars. I fell over when I saw the cost of side by sides now, oh especially gosh. if they have a dump, you know, dump bucket or dump thing, uh-huh. dump bed, yeah. whatever it's called. Oh my God, you're right. Twenty thirty thousand dollars for one of those. Well, here's what I recommend doing: is get somebody who's selling one after the end of hunting season. I don't want to think about all the dead deer carcasses that were in the back of my Ranger. 
especially in Oklahoma. Uh (laughs) I also saw on a lighter note, well, so there's how we both lost over the weekend. Um, On a lighter note, uh, on a good note. I feel like I lost more, just so you know. You're flying out to look at a horse you don't need. (laughs) <laughs> that's a whole separate story glenn okay. it's unrelated oh yeah but okay. it probably did the motorcycle purchase did help with that i bet it did <laughs> i bet it did he even texted me but you know what he's gonna get a plane because here's what happened is i sent him the video that she sent me and she you know what his response was to the video he's really cute who are you? Oh, he's building a plane in a garage someplace you don't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> he's already bought it. He's got a garage between there and Dallas where he goes to get his flights. Somewhere in between those two, he stops for a couple hours each way and builds his plane. Oh, my God. If you're right, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you were cutting some hay, though, I saw. I also saw pictures of that. It is- yes. Uh, some people are able to get their hay in right now if it's not raining. I know. Well, you know what? It was the perfect time because we got it in and we have a string of 105 degrees last week and this week. So it was about the last minute you get cut it without it being just dead, you know, dropped on the ground before you cut it. So, yeah, we cut the hay and our like back 10 acres. And, you know, the the first time when we fertilized and we were like really excited about doing it, we got 20 bales. And then the second cutting, we got two and a half. So it was not financially a good idea to cut it. So this time I was like, we'll just cut it once. But it took a while to get it cut because we got so much rain. So we ended up getting, and gas prices have gone down. So it didn't quite cost me as much to get it cut. So I averaged, I got 12 bales this time, an average of $60 a round bale. So the round ones. Yeah. So I was, I'm thrilled with that. Yeah. I'm thrilled with it considering I bought round bales for 120 a piece and these are about the same size and they're from my backyard. So I'm, oh, you have plenty to feed over. Uh, your overabundance of horses. I know, right? <laughs> That's what I thought. Cosequin ASU joint and hoof pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers, molasses, and alfalfa. While, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit CosequinEquine.com. That's CosequinEquine.com. And also, you had in the notes from Friday, we never got to it, about registering your filly and the nightmare that's been. (laughs) That's been a whole lot of fun. Which one is it? Uh, Effie, my my yearling filly. Do you want to hear about it now or you want to save it? Uh, we have 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's just really interesting to attempt to register warm bloods. I, I, I'm not a breeder and I've not really been good at that kind of paperwork thing. And I understand why people who have never got around to getting them registered. So I'm selling it as grade uh, because it's annoying and it costs a lot of money. And so with registering the filly, Typically, with a warm blood, you would take them to an inspection. Yeah. Okay. Now, I have not, I did not take Zara, my first baby, to an inspection because she actually got really sick right before the inspection and had to be quarantined uh, or at least kept separate from other baby horses. So, with this time, I was like, oh, I'll finally get to inspect the filly. Well, then she broke her leg you know, broke her knee and had to have screw put in. You can't have them running around trailering for hours and running around and think, so I couldn't get her inspected. So fast forward to 
after that, I was like, I don't want to spend all that money and hassle getting her registered if I'm going to have to put her down. You know, like, let's be real. I was trying to be realistic. Well, it turns out she's she made it to a year. She's doing great. She's the sweetest thing on the farm. And so I decided I need to get her registered. So I contact the registry. They're sending me a DNA kit and I'm getting papers because I lost them on Zara. So I'm getting papers for those as well. So that costs money. So I call and I'm like, here's the paperwork and uh, I'm filling out the forms. Okay, well, we need a DNA test. Okay, so they're sending me a DNA kit. Then they message me and they send me a vet form. So the vet has to fill out a form and send it back. Okay, so I get the get the form, get it to the vet. Vet gets it back to me. I get it back to them. Oh, we noticed that you've checked off that your vet checked off that she's black. Yes, she is black. Well, and we're which registry need, is this? This is the uh, Oldenburg. Okay. And so I said yes. Uh, but, so I, I need to verify that she's black with photos of her tail head and her mane. I guess people maybe try to pass off as black what isn't black, but she's black. Is black she's, good in the Oldenburg? I guess it's it, it it requires an extra. Yeah, I guess it's good. I, I guess it requires an extra level of verification. So huh. either photos show it, or they're going to have to color test her via DNA. Which again, more money. Then it comes to find out that I have to. The mare is not updated in the stallion book uh, in the in the mare okay. book because she was I didn't have a register. You know, like paid her dues for the year. So then I have to pay that for the year that she was bred and the year that the baby was foaled. And then they're like. I was like, well, the stallion is a Hanoverian, but he's approved Oldenburg. And they were like, great. Um, He's not up to date in our, I mean, he's in there. Like we have his DNA and everything, but he's not up to date. So you have to pay his fees as well to have him. So I'm paying for the mare, the year that she was bred, the year that she was born, the year the baby was born and her feet. And then the stallion, the year that he was, that she, he was bred because they're not up to date because why? Because the stallion died over the year. So, and so then they were like, well, you could do Hanoverian, just take the mare and fold to the Hanoverian inspection. I'm like, well, the mare's dead. Like what? I, I, I this is like so hard. So I think I'm going to be like, you could just uh, send me the money and I could buy a tractor. Oh God. <laughs> That's probably about what it's going to end up being. But the back and forth on paperwork, and so now I've got the paperwork to get Zara's papers, but that has to be notarized. So I've got to go find a notary who's going to notarize this. And then I can mail that separate. I'm like, oh my God, that's a whole nother check that I have to write. I just, they have a place in the bottom, just put your credit card number. And I was like, I'm just going to fill that in. Do you just, just, we'll, we'll discuss it at the end as to what, but yeah, it's just amazing. And the reason I have to register her is because she's never going to be you know, knock on wood, maybe, but never going to be rideable. So the only value that she'll have is she's impeccably bred by Devonair, a mm. warm blood stallion. And her mom is a very fancy Oldenburg. And so she needs to have papers. Otherwise, she's just a great mare, you know. <laughs> but again, when you see those ads, we're like, never got the registration done. So selling is great. I get it. <laughs> But I'm doing the extra work because she will have a better life if she's registered. She will not be branded because you can only get the branding at the inspection. So that kind of sucks. But anyway, yeah, that's the that's the saga, the ongoing saga. When I was doing this, on, we talked about talking about this on Friday. I was up to my ears in applications for 
registering stallions and mares and DNA kits and getting lost papers and all this nonsense. And now I'm up to, up to my ears and new vocations, adoption agreements. <laughs> Lots of paperwork this week, Glenn. I Lots see that. Paperwork. It's just weird that you can like, oh, don't register them over here, register them over there. Well, either they are or they aren't. Well, they were like, you can get the mayor inspected and the Hanoverian, and then you can just go straight through him because he's current with the Hanoverian Society. I'm like, but yeah, but I can't get her inspected. Well, why not? Because she's dead. Like, that's just not a thing. Like, <laughs> I, I, she wasn't my mayor. I would have had all the things. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. It doesn't matter because it, it, there's no choice. It's yeah. just, just get the dang baby registered. And then there's like an affidavit you have to fill out to get them registered without inspection because like she hasn't been inspected. So she's not going to have a score at the register. <sighs> Anyway, she's really sweet. She's so sweet. <laughs> On that note, you probably can get the next uh, breed of horse we're talking about registered a, l- a little easier because they kind of have a look. So we have uh, Kyle Flowers coming on. He's from F&M Clydesdales, and he was recently highlighted in a news story about bringing Clydesdales back to the place where they started in the United States, and we're going to talk to him about that. Well, Kyle, thanks for joining us this morning. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Now, we've, you know, we've been doing this show for almost 14 years, so we've talked about Clydesdales a few times. But when we saw your article in KWQC, which is so easy to say, um, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, it was a different twist on the Clydesdale. And I wanted to talk to you about that. And it was about bringing Clydesdales back to Alexis, Illinois. Um, yep. Why is that important? Why is Alexis, Illinois the, 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 really the hub of the story. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. Alexis is the hub of the story. And uh, myself and the other gentleman that's involved, his name is Sam Medhurst. We're Alexis natives. And uh, so Alexis historically was known as the American home of the Clydesdale horse. Um, Now, now, was there a Clydesdale horse uh, in the United States before Alexis made that claim? I, I don't know. I'm not here to debate that. But uh, there was a gentleman that uh, founded our town of Alexis. His name was Robert Holloway. And uh, from the research I've done, Robert Holloway went on a hunting excursion into Canada. And that was the first time he'd ever laid eyes on a Clydesdale horse. He had to have it, brought it into the United States, and... I think how Alexis got their moniker was he was probably one of the first people to actually make a business out of it. It was nationally known and really even internationally known. They were, they were shipping Clydesdales, you know, overseas and everything. So maybe there was a Clydesdale horse in the United States before Alexis, but I think that was probably the, the reason we get to be the home of the Clydesdale horse in the United States is because we were internationally known for the, the quality stock and sale. And what was it? Was this the 1800s? Yeah. Late 1800s. So uh, the story keeps going that, um, Alexis, you know, wasn't even a town, uh, until Holloway created a town and Holloway is not even from Illinois. He's from Kentucky and, um, he's a, a war veteran. And I think back in those days, uh, the pension plan was giving veterans unsettled plots of land. Yes. And his unsettled plot of land was in the Alexis area now. So that's how the town came about. And Holloway was one of the founders. So 
Why, why, uh, this, did, why were were Clydesdales really prevalent? Where were they prevalent before that? You know, before they came over here. So originally, the, the Clydesdale horse originated in Scotland, and when they came into the United States, as the story goes, uh, they came from Canada, from Holloway. That's that's how the story goes. Okay. And had you, did have you had Clydesdales all along, or was this something that's fairly new for you? No, that's and that's kind of that's kind of how it all came about. Was I'm 40 years old, and Sam is in his mid 60s, and you know I personally have never had a Clydesdale horse in this area. There's never been any Clydesdale horses in my lifetime in this area, even though we are the home of the Clydesdale horse. You know that that just the way the draft horse died off in the entire nation from industrialization and the assembly line. So did the draft horse in Alexis, Illinois. But, um, I guess I kind of, I, I identify myself most deeply as an artist. So when I see those things, I saw it as an opportunity that, you know, we're the home of the Clydesdale horse yet. There's never been any horses in our modern day. And everybody loves a Clydesdale horse. It's a, it's a symbol of beauty. It's a symbol of power. A it's a symbol, symbol of beer. grace. Beer, yeah, beer, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, and we and we have a we have a fine establishment uptown called Jigs's Tavern. You can go get yourself a beer. So, it's it just seemed to be almost an obvious opportunity for an artistic person like myself to to try to tie that all in with the town and sam the gentleman that's helping me on this he's he's the horseman of the operation he's had a lifetime of of horse experience and even more particularly draft horse experience he uh he spent his his younger years his dad instilled the love of a horse in him and then he kind of spent his uh you know early 20s and whatnot uh he traveled with six horse hitches and and helped helped show six horse hitches through the the show circuits and everything. So uh, he's, he's had a lifetime of experience and that's, and we're actually, we're actually neighbors. We live on the same road and, and um, he just retired from the railroad last year. And, and um, I helped manage my family's farm. So he, he helped us uh, with harvest and we would just chop it up about different ideas. Cause we'd see every, see each other every day for, you know, two months and uh, I just shot that idea to him. I knew he was into horses and stuff. So I was like, how cool would it be to bring Clydesdale horses back to Alexis? Just, you know, that's just such a, such an amazing symbol and such a good thing to like kind of rally a town around. All right. And I he was in, ask, he was in from the jump. I got to ask, how many do you have now? This is what, one year later? We're not quite, we're not even quite a year deep. We, we got our horses in December and we started off with two mares. Uh, and I, I don't know, it may have just been ironic, but we actually imported our two mares from Canada. So uh, that was probably just irony, but uh, it, it's kind of cool that Holloway imported horses from Canada and, and that's where ours came from. So it's kind of just a cool uh, twist on the story. But What are you going to do with them? Are you uh, going to start a breeding operation? He didn't finish. He didn't tell they, us how many he has. <laughs> oh, he said two. So two. We have two, and and yes, we are. They are, they are in full now, and we're expecting. Uh, you know, as long as everything goes well, we're hoping for colts in April and May of next year. So we're excited about that. And that's that's you know, we wanted to start small, but we wanted to bring that presence back to the town. 
and and just allow it to grow the way it naturally grows you know we'll 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 put them in full again when they're able to cycle after they've had you know their their two that they're carrying now and then if we happen to get some females uh, you know we'll raise them up and try to you know that's that's we just want to let it grow the way it's going to grow but um uh, what else we're doing with them is is a lot of parades. Um, we we have a, a wedding carriage available, or not not necessarily just a wedding carriage, a carriage available for weddings. Or uh, we hit up our local farmers market and and we'll do carriage rides. Um, the parades we can put the team together on a, a show wagon. Uh, so we're, that's, that's kind of the angle we're taking to get people out there to be able to see them. But even even aside from that. Um, kind of some some ways to give back to the community. We've gone to the local elementary schools and the local daycares and the the local nursing homes and um, uh, you know centers for disabled people and stuff like that. Trying and just we'll just do like a standing appearance and let them come pet them, let them you know feed them some carrots and stuff like that. Just just so they can actually touch a horse and interact with it. And, and there's so that's a- been that's been a it's they're, been a lot of fun. They're so iconic. I mean, the Clydesdales, I owned Percherons exactly. over my lifetime. And, you know, we've all seen the Belgians and, and all of that. But the, the Clydesdales are the iconic one, right? They really are. I, well, yeah, I may be a little biased saying that. but I that, And that's the thing. It's like when I was saying all my life, you know, there's never been any Clydesdale horses around. But I was always an artistic type mindset. I If you would have asked me when I was seven, I would have said that I think a Clydesdale is the prettiest horse. Like I, they're just, they're just a thing of beauty. They just, they're just, an, you're like you said, they're, an, they're an iconic symbol. So now that you're, you're, you own a couple, uh, what has been yeah. the thing that surprised you about the Clydesdale, about your horses? Um, you know, they, they get the moniker of being gentle giants, but I was surprised how gentle they really are. Like, uh, maybe it's cause we bought them, uh, as, as broke adult horses, but, they they pretty much stand and take whatever you want to give them. If, if you want to let them stand there for two hours and let people pet them, they'll take it. Or if you want to put them on a carriage for two hours, they'll do that. And the, and they'll it's like it's like they do it with grace. That's like they understand that they're a part of a team, and we're trying to accomplish something together. And you can tell uh, a young baby or something that doesn't understand, and they might slap them or something like that. They don't care. They're 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 standing there and they understand the assignment. Well, and I think they're just amazing. happy they're not out in a field for eight hours plowing. So, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They might they might enjoy limelight a little bit. Yeah. They're like, guess what my mom told me we had to do. This is way better. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll take some kids petting on me. We we you know where one Pertron was like eighteen too, and my wife used to give lessons on little five year old kids in that Pertron because it was the quietest horse we had in the barn. It really yeah, was. That's that's a goal of mine. Is is uh, off of the hitch to actually do some saddle riding and and i've got some farms like i said that we manage for my family and, and there's some great you know timber spots and and grassy spots and creek lines and stuff i want to i want to get into the realm of trail rides and stuff like that well one of the things we've learned on this show interviewing thousands of people over the years is that once you're hooked people tend to get more horses than they need so when are the next two yeah. going Potato chips. <laughs> like you can't just have a couple. You gotta have a whole bag. You're you're so right. You're so right. It's like, well, we got two. Well, we might as well just go get four. You know, it's like, why not? 
<laughs> no, we, we, we have made those thoughts before, but we're going to, we're going to allow ours mm-hmm. to uh, grow in full. We're going to, mm-hmm. okay. we're going to take the two we have yeah, in we a year you. and then, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do another radio spot in a year and see where I'm <laughs> yeah. at. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, we're going to win that bet, by the way. Yeah, uh, I, I believe it. I believe it. So you said you're an artist. What kind of artist? Uh, I, I feel like I'm just a creative mindset. Like I, I love to draw. I love uh, a, a chalk pastel oil. Um, well, if I, I believe you guys found out through my Facebook page, um, I, I do video, you know, that's, that's, that's another art, you know, of, of video form. So uh, that keeps me pretty busy and it's uh, in itself is, is just, just documenting what we have going on and, and putting it out uh, for folks to see. That's that's one of the ways I'm I'm uh, creating myself express or uh, expressing myself creatively. But um, I was I, as a kid, I, I did a lot of pencil drawing, uh, things like that, and and that's that's kind of just the hard wiring of my brain is the creative mindset. So uh, I need other than other than enjoying the beauty of of the Clydesdale horse, like I said, I needed a horseman to kind of, to kind of be that other half. And, and Sam was, was the yin to my yang on that. Well, and I, I guarantee you, Jamie, his entire repertoire of drawings right now involved Clydesdale horses. That's all that's been drawn for the last year. I yes. Gotta, that's I, actually one thing I want to do with my video is I want to, I want to start drawing the horses again and, and just video it and do it in like a, like a time-lapse for like 30 seconds that takes, you know, four hours or something and it just condenses it. And then, put it online. Oh, so that, that's, that's actually, that's, that's uh you're, you're right on the money with that. Hey, I got it. I was on FNM Clydesdales. That's a Facebook page. Everybody can go find it there. But uh, your picture, your profile picture is of the iconic doggy. Is that yours? Yes. Yes. Tell and us about we are, that. We are, we're every bit as proud of our Dalmatian puppy as we are of our horses. So like I mentioned, uh, December 1st is when we started with this whole horse operation. So it was just the perfect timing for my wife to get me a Dalmatian puppy for Christmas to kind of round the entire story out. Jamie, you have to go to the Facebook page. It is the cutest dog ever. (laughs) She's, she's absolutely, she's a total sweetheart and she's just, she's just as gorgeous as the horses are. So it's just, she's perfect. And, and to, you know, everything had a reason uh, we named her Lexi because we're from Alexis, and we named the horses Robbie and Holly after the gentleman Robert Holloway that brought horses into the United States. So everything has a reason. Everything ties into the story of Alexis, and that's 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 the whole reason we even did it in the first place is because we have been touted as the home of the Clydesdale horse. And like I said, I'm 40 years old and there never really was Clydesdales around. So I, I just saw that as a as an opportunity to do something positive. Well, I got to tell you, your your puppy is, uh, Jamie has a couple Basset Hound puppies. And I got to tell you, Jamie, this puppy is as photogenic as your Basset Hound. She's so, beautiful. It is so Watch cute. your mouth. <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't watched any of the videos that I've put up most recently, we just went through the Illinois State Fair and I put a nice five or six or seven, you know, documented our entire journey through the State Fair. And I have a nice little video of just Lexi going through all the fair attractions and it's 
it's a joy to watch. So if anybody out there that wants to see that, go check it out. It's 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 really fun to watch. And that's at FNM Clydesdales. You can find it there. Uh, you know what you're doing? I, we love when new people basically get into the horse world. I love that you did it with draft horses because I'm a draft horse guy. And, uh, you know, I just love draft horses. And, and the fact that the Clydesdale, you know, the Amish tended to go with the Belgians and the Percherons, and they yep. tend to be yep. the more popular of the of the yep. draft breeds. So yep. I'm glad that you're, you're playing with Clydesdales. And uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Gentle Giants. Thank you for joining us, Kyle. We really appreciate it. And have fun with your new ponies. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And we'll talk with you later down the road. All right. Sounds good. Thanks a bunch. It's F&M Clydesdales. <laughs> yeah, he'll have 12. Yeah, yeah, in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. All right. Have a good one, guys. I love when new people, especially, what do you say, he's 40, you know, get in and want to follow their passion and do something like this. And I'm glad he had the help of an experienced horse person, too, because, you know, their feet are big. Everything's big. And I'm, I would have been petrified to have had my first draft horses without Jennifer involved. Oh, for sure. You know, because it's just, you know, everything is just so much bigger. <laughs> it's just, you can get hurt easier. I mean, everything's bigger. Uh <clears throat> So I, I'm so excited about that. That's very cool. And Clydesdales are cool, too. I'm, I'm looking for a picture of this puppy. It's Which, on F. Oh, goodness. Do you see, see the it. puppy? He's sitting <laughs> yes. on the wagon, actually. That's adorable. He's adorable. <laughs> he's really cute. I mean, he's all in with the whole Clydesdales and the Dalmatian. I love it. Yep, he went in with both feet. All right. I, I just thought that was a really cool feel-good story. You know, it, he, he was as nice as I thought he would be. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's continue. Why don't you talk about Purina? And then we're going to get into a post I did into the auditor room that yielded some interesting results. Well, we are sponsored today by Purina Animal Nutrition with three research-backed ration balancers to fill nutritional gaps in your horse's diet. Enrich Plus delivers a concentrated source of protein, vitamins, and minerals without unnecessary calories. Enrich Plus Senior features active age prebiotic technology and Outlast Supplement for aging easy keepers. Omega Mash is rich in omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin E, great for horses without access to green grass. Find a ration balancer for your horse at PurinaMills.com slash ration balancers or visit your local feed store. So we had 135 comments on this, and I just posted it this morning in the audience. I haven't seen it, so I'm interested. Okay, so I posted, what job would you have if you had to have a job but didn't need the money? So money was no factor. You don't need the money, but you want to work. What would be your dream job? If, if money was not an issue. What so would yours be? I said I'd probably go back to stage somehow. Uh, you know, I really did like doing that. So I'd probably go back to stage somehow, theater somehow. Um, I don't know what that would look like, but I really did enjoy that. And I do miss that. Um, I mean, we kind of do it here, but we don't have 400 people in front of us laughing. So that, it, that makes a difference, too. I want you to think about yours. We'll get to yours later. But I also want to, as we go down through the auditor's posts, which some are, I didn't expect some of these, uh, some are very interesting, but we need to answer, would we do that? Okay? Would you and I okay. do that? All right? Okay. So we'll make a game out of it. Uh, first one, I'm not going to give names because <laughs> I promised I wouldn't. Uh, interior designer for people who don't have opinions and never complain. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that a thing? No. No. <laughs> 
It was a dream job. <laughs> okay. So these can be completely fabricated <laughs> ways to earn a I living. I think that was funny. Um, but I would definitely uh, not be a good interior designer. No, not good at that. I would volunteer for an animal rescue of some sort or all sorts. <laughs> She would have 12 dogs and 55 cats. See, and I, that's why I couldn't do that job mm. because I would have more no. than 12. Well, nobody would let you do that job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, oh, this one's interesting. I'd like Jamie Massey Jennings' job. Play with Aww. horses all day, hang out with Monty, and catch up with a friend four times a week and talk mm, about horses. But I'd have someone else to do my mucking out, poo picking, tack cleaning, and general cleaning for me. Oh, How about parenting, all that, yeah. <laughs> they want to be you. And they want to talk I? to me. I'm flattered. That's really sweet. Who wrote that? I can't say. Remember, I said okay. I promised I wouldn't give things. So so <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little story. My mother was visiting mm. and um <clears throat> she went with well, I got up early. I was up at like five thirty, got out and rode all the horses. Then I came in and did the podcast. And then she got in the car with me and we drove to Guthrie, which is an hour away. And I picked up two new racehorses, brought them home, had to get them settled in. I was in the barn for an, another hour plus after the two to two hour drive and then an hour being there. So four hours of managing the new horses and getting them all situated. And then I have to bring in and feed and do all that. And uh, then I come up to the house and I had to run out and get Lucas from school, come back. Chad gets back from a trip and then I make dinner. And as I'm making dinner, my mom takes a bite of it and she's like, you know, Chad, if your wife would get a job, she could be a really good cook at a restaurant. <laughs> I don't know if that was a couple It's <laughs> kind I of mixed. <laughs> I swear to God. Mom. Jesus. Okay, so like okay, I'm your using, la life is cracking me up today. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm usually really patient, right? So like, I'm pretty cool. I mean, uh, she did say you were a good cook. I think. So so here's here's the the best awkward like <laughs> like I, I turned to my mom and I was like, first of all, I do have a job. I have four. <laughs> Second of all, you were with me for most of the day doing at least two of those jobs. Thirdly, <laughs> you could just say I'm a good cook. Like, you could just throw that out there. You don't have to make it. She's like, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I'm like, you weren't kidding. It's fine. This is also the same woman who said, of all the people in the world to get a letter from the Queen of England, I never thought it would be you. <laughs> Mom, you could just say good job. You don't She's have to. She's really good at the backhanded compliments. Oh, my God. <laughs> she also told me we never thought you'd be a good mom. You could just say you're a good mom. I don't see why you have to do all that. So I don't know why that really just struck me. But let me tell you something right now. I wouldn't want to do anything else. So whoever you are that does that, thank you. Just know that I am so appreciative and so in love with the life that and I you, have. So you so. can't have her job is what she's saying. <laughs> you can come work with me. I got a place you can stay. I don't know who you are, but I got a room open. Let's go. A uh, couple others. Uh, there were a lot of them that wanted the groom for top level eventers or dressage riders or Western, you know, that, that I expected those. Uh, one, I would provide horse-drawn funeral services for veterans. Oh, that's Aww. really cool. I, w I would do that one. That one I could do. Uh, if money weren't an issue, I'd start a philanthropy that involved either education or horse therapy programs. That's a nice one. Uh, I would be a mural artist. I'd paint the sides of people's barns with designs they dreamed up. I'm kind of starting to do that now. 
well, that's cool. I couldn't be that, (laughs) but that's cool. That's a a lot of things that you can't do that are cool. (laughs) That (laughs) is cool. That's what we're going to learn today. What a great idea, though. Um, I'd be at, well, and see, growing up in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, a lot of those barns were painted with stuff. A lot of times it was old advertising for tobacco, but they weren't painted. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd be a professional volunteer. And she would do just volunteer work with different kinds of places. That Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, like, I, you just wake up be like, who am I going to help, help today? today. <laughs> I'd open a tax shop. Well, it's a good thing you're not worried about money. <laughs> 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 I'm going to WISA the next f- four days, and I'll see a lot of stressed out tax shop owners for the next four days. Um, something that doesn't involve getting up early. <laughs> a used bookstore owner sounds great. Are there any of those left? With a t- I love I yeah I think so I mean they're not you know like bringing down a hundred k or anything but there's some really I love going to use bookstores food critic I'd love doing that if I liked more food but I don't like a lot of food so. <laughs> You're like I'm sorry I can't eat this I, don't I can't like eat the fish I can't eat this can't eat that what else you got <laughs> uh, veterinarian there was a couple of people that wanted to be veterinarians. Is that something you would have pursued if life had been different or not something you would have? That's what I went to college for. I know. But if life had been different and hadn't thrown you the curves it did, would you still want to do that? Yes, that is that is what I would do. Well, okay. So my whole entire life, I wanted to be a veterinarian or work for a radio station. So... Well, you one got one of two. Lot, one required a lot less education. Yeah, it's a lot less. Uh, forensic anthropologist or natural pathologist? I well, I don't even know, know what that are. means. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I pretty much think that whoever wrote that listens to murder podcasts. Oh, I, oh, I can say who wrote this. It was Joy wrote that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Joy always did use words that we didn't understand. So um, I'd love to do voice work, commercials, narration, audiobooks, guided meditation. Well, that's something you can get into, actually, in, in the world today. And message us. My husband's tired of doing all this crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd love to build and fit saddles. That's interesting. Uh, full-time EMT. That's a tough job. That oh, is a, but I'm that. glad people do it. But it's Thank a tough God. job. It's like airline pilots. I, like, yeah. I'm glad somebody wants to do that because I don't. But full-time EMT, man, that, yeah, just an EMT in general. Anybody who goes out and saves lives, the things that you have to see, oh, Yeah, man. the next one is paramedic. So there are oh, two in a row. Yeah. Um, professional or <laughs> – you know this person too. Professional organizer. I love cleaning other people's things, and I love going through other people's stuff. I'd like <laughs> – too honest. <laughs> I've done this as a side gig a few times and it's so satisfying. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is just yesterday cuz like I can't keep up with this house. I know that you're shocked because I have no job that I can't keep the house clean perfect, but I can. Let's be fair. So, one of Chad's golf buddies, his wife is like a complete clean freak, nut job, clean freak, like everything has to be super clean. And she hates her job. So she just started a business cleaning people's houses. And and his buddy was like, hey, would you guys be interested in that? He was Chad's like, like yes. Yeah. yeah. Chad's like, <laughs> he well, didn't even her. ask you, did he? <laughs> I didn't ask how much it was. Nothing. Anyway, she came over yesterday and she's, we're, we're talking. And I'm like, listen, I just don't have time. Like, I haven't, I don't think I've ever cleaned my floors really like deep cleaned anything. I want to have my baseboards or grow. Anyway, she was like, yeah, you know, I got into this because my husband, um, the golf buddy, 
complains that I clean all the time. And he says, it's like you just want it to look like nobody lives here. (laughs) And her response was, you finally get it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's who I want to hire. And you can go through my stuff. I got nothing to hide. I don't care. (laughs) Well, this person had about 12 people underneath saying, I'll send you my address. You can come over anytime. (laughs) Come on, let's do it. (laughs) A novelist. I, you know, I think everybody at one point or another says thinks they have a book in them, but then it involves writing, and that's why I gave up. Um, I would love to just work at the barn or maybe start a thrift or antique shop. You know, I l- love antique stores, except for the fact that I'm highly allergic, and when I walk in, I just can't stop sneezing. Oh, you're like an old bookstore, oh, too. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, I would. Di- oh, I'd work for Mary Kitzmiller. Well, there you go. That's good. Um, and if money didn't matter, married probably hire you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I would be a fi- so would I. <laughs> Here's a one I haven't heard of before. I would be a fiber artist, spinning, knitting, and weaving. I never heard it referred to as a fiber artist. Well, you can create anything in this list. <laughs> I'm sure it is a job. Oh, here's one. I love this one. Professional tourists specializing in equine tourism. <laughs> Ooh, we want to be Darcy, Dar- Darley Newman. Yes. That's what we'd like to be. There's like one of those Darley. that makes money in the world. <laughs> yeah, just one. Uh, run a used bookstore. Well, there's another one. Huh. Um, again, I didn't know there were, I don't know that there's any used bookstores here in Ocala, I don't think so. Uh, product tester, but just for companies who have stuff I want. <laughs> I love that one. Like a saddle company, dog training gear, an RV camper company, pickup trucks, and shotguns. <laughs> they say, how did I miss my calling so badly? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to work at Disney World with the horses at Circle D Ranch. Well, that is a job you can actually apply for and get. Um Although I don't think that people go out of that job very often. They, That's they keep true. It for they, a long they're probably time. lifers. Yeah. And the lady who runs it, well, since we started dealing with them, she's still running it. That's been 12 years. Uh, here's a, we got this from a couple of people, and I think you're going to be surprised. I always wanted to be a stand up comedian or comedy actress, but I think that the restriction is there's no talent. <laughs> plus I'm know your, know your limits I love it plus I'm too shy and read my to even read my own bad ad so that's another problem you know what though and I wrote this to her I said most stand-up comics are introverts and are shy it's true um she said well maybe there's hope but the talent thing still could be a problem <laughs> no my, my life like that is the job that if I couldn't do this or horses that's what I would that's what I would have done uh, it's if a there's one thing that pays lifestyle. better than comedy, it's podcasting. It's the only thing where you get paid more in podcasting than the other <laughs> job. Because <laughs> most comics don't make any money. Um, so here's somebody, again, volunteering. Um, I would have gone to med school. I think there was a couple of those. There's several that would have become veterinarians. Uh, a lot of those. A lot of just working with horses. This is an interesting one. I would start a business as a horse logger for tourism taking people on adventures to learn what life is like as a lumberjack before the railroad. Well, that's unique. Is there a market in tourism for that? I don't know. It sounds to me like it requires a lot of effort on the tourists. <laughs> so I think I'm out. <laughs> uh, a lot of people working on farms. And this one, I enjoy restoring old furniture and poking around antique shops. I think I'd oh, have my cool. own vintage shop with old and new items. That'd be fun. You would like that? Well, I, I love like getting old furniture and well, when I used to have time, uh, be- 
when, when I used to, you know, have a job, I mean, I'd do that. Uh, since I don't have a job now, I'll probably have plenty of time, but I'd love buying old furniture and like restoring it and painting it. Like I've done like kids furniture and put stencils on it and stuff like that. I, I, but again, that was a past life where I had, you know, time. Life. <laughs> we had no life. Uh, maybe a private detective, but I will not spy on your cheating spouse. Well, there goes your job. It's good you're not worried about money. Cause <laughs> <laughs> Could you follow my husband to work, please, and let me know if he's cheating on me with an airplane? I think building? he is. I'm telling you. <laughs> there is a garage between here and the airport. Is that considered cheating? Like, Would that be in her job a, a repertoire to, to go? And I'm not thinking he's cheating on me. I think he's got a side project, not mm. a side chick. <laughs> Did he tell you about the motorcycle or did he just uh, show up with it? No, we discussed it, okay. but what did am I going to say? Which one? I noticed he ended up with a pocket rocket, not a Harley. Or it's I, No, it's like it's a dual purpose, so it can go on the road or an off. It looks uh, like um, a motocross bike from like does, the bottom kinda. down and then a BMW. It's a BMW from the top up. So basically, uh, he, he talked to me about it and I was like, I did one of those passive aggressive, whatever you think. And then, boom, I have a motorcycle in my garage. <laughs> and I was like, where are you going to keep this? Like, down in your shed with your tractor or in the garage with the cars? Oh, it's like all in the shed. Are you kidding? What's wrong with you? Oh, I said, and let's think about this. Do you want me to look at this thing every single day and be angry when I wake up in the morning to take the kid to school? Or do you want me to have out of sight, out of mind? So currently it's in my garage, so I'm losing that battle. <laughs> Here's one, and we're going to have her on hopefully in a couple of weeks because um, she has led an interesting life for being somebody I, I don't think is maybe in her t- late – I don't even know how she how old she is, but she's not old. Uh, but we're having her on. She said prof- professional figure skater in shows. Oh, wow. I would They would laugh at me if I was like, I'm mm. here for the job. Does that require <laughs> being on the skates? Uh, I think it does. Um, glass blower. And again, not a lot of need for that, but uh, it is so cool to watch. It is really cool. Well, there, that was fun. That was fun to hear some of those uh, things that you all want to do. We're going to get to some first world problems in the post show. Uh, so we'll do that. And then you also get to hear Jamie cussing and swearing at a wasp. That was oh, my God. Her. I can't believe you played that. <laughs> I'm so putting that in there. Uh, so we'll do that in just a moment. I would like to remind everybody that today is National Senior Citizen Day. So it's my day. <laughs> Are you a senior citizen? I own 61. Does that count? I'll give it to you. You're old <laughs> I've as got well. the ARP stuff since the time I was 50. So I think, <laughs> you know what? I get the discounts and stuff. So there you go. Yeah, I discount. think I'm a senior citizen. So this is my day. I'm going to go celebrate. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you again. Uh, tomorrow we are dark, I think. No, tomorrow we have the Chi. We have Chi University doing Eastern Medicine. So that's what will be up on tomorrow. And apparently there'll be a best of on Wednesday, although we need to, know, <laughs> we need to know, let Ashley know that uh, as soon as the show's Sorry, over. Sorry, I was so excited to do Ashley. And by the way, Asa did. Oh, she'll be Murphy. with you on Friday, too. So Okay, good. Yeah. Well, Murphy, the, the, the new puppy, was supposed to get neutered tomorrow, brain surgery day. So I, I do practice what I preach. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to postpone that because <laughs> I, I got to go see a man about a horse. <laughs>
time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. Oh my God, I'm so excited about this horse. It's so cool. <laughs> and, 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 have you, I'm sure you've seen pictures and everything. I've seen one video of him standing in an arena in a Western saddle with the girl on him, not Leandra, trying to stand up on his back. So I haven't actually seen him move. And we were doing that for what reason? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I haven't seen him move yet. But um, I just was like, I don't care. I'm a book of flight. I've been looking. I mean, not that I've been looking. I had told Leandra, if you ever get one in, she's had some American Pharaoh babies come in, obviously, but she's like, this one's not right for you. This one's not, this one's not it. But then when she called me, she was like, I found your horse. I'm like, well, she would know more than most. I, I told Chad, I said, if if you think I've seen a lot of off the track thoroughbreds, I got oh, nothing, uh, on yeah, her. nothing on them. I got nothing on her. I think they go through a hundred a week. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So, well, you, you get to go to Lexington for a day or two. I know. I'm just going to fly in real quick and get a hotel room at the uh, Best Western and (laughs) fly out. Hotel six. (laughs) All right. uh, I got to pack. Oh, my God. Hurry up. I actually did that. I got my packing done yesterday. I'm so shocked. I'm a day ahead of schedule on packing. And tell everybody where you're going. I'm going to Wisa again. Uh, for what I actually, to be honest, hope it's my last time. I think this is like the 30th Wisa I've been to, which is the okay. trade show, the Western English trade show. I'll do a bunch of interviews about new products coming to the market and uh, give the visit with vendors and sponsors and things like that. So, no, uh, here's here's what's good is you leave tomorrow. Yeah. Yep, and I yep, and I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, well, today is a 106, but it really drops down tomorrow, so you're going to be in good shape. It goes all the way down to 104. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it go back up again by the weekend? Well, I was yeah, it's 108 and 108 <laughs> on Friday and Saturday, but whatever. I was trying to be positive. Well, at least I'll be in the air conditioning. Let's hope the air conditioner doesn't Ooh, there doesn't break. <laughs> what's the temperature in Lexington tomorrow? Oh my God, I'm moving there. It's only in the 90s. Let's see, tomorrow's 92, high 92, and then Thursday it ramps up to. It's hot everywhere. It's it either flooding, fire, landslides, yeah. mudslides, or. Heat dome. <laughs> so, did we? Were all the uh, first world problems about uh, fires and flooding and heat? Uh, I I took out the weather related ones because I feel like those are real problems. <laughs> yeah. So there's only like three. <laughs> um, well, Carrie has the one um, that we all understand. As I'm sitting here, like rubbing my shoulder, uh, she says, "In the past week, my horse had acupuncture." chiropractic and magnawave and i've been dealing with a sore back for weeks and i'll just pop an ibuprofen and call it a day again (laughs) adrian says we're leaving at the end of the week for a nine-day vacation traveling all over kentucky but we're like visiting family and doing a bunch of non-horsey things the whole time how do you spend nine days traveling over kentucky you can't not see horses in Kentucky. Yeah, and what are you going to do in nine days in Kentucky besides horses? There's, I don't know. I don't hiking. understand. I, I don't know what else is in Kentucky. I, we live there and I don't know what else is in Kentucky. Yeah, oh, there's caves. I need to play. There's the caves at the bottom. Of the oh, yeah. There. Well, you spend nine days in a cave. I'm going to worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy those caves. Mammoth, is it Mammoth Cave? That's Mam- okay? Yeah, Mammoth Cave's there. Yep. Yeah. No, there's nothing else to do besides horses, so have fun. Um, Emily says, oh, this was funny. Oh, she all says, the Kentucky people are going to hate us. <laughs> Jennifer, well, let me know. Send your I'm complaints. 
Well, I need a place to stay on tomorrow night. So <laughs> somebody here shall help me out. Um, who, you know what? If you're listening to this and you want to come and uh, let me stay with you at your house and come meet me at New Vocations or pick me up from the airport, we'll spend the whole day together. New I'll come and crash out. New Vocations should have an apartment in that building that they can rent out for people coming to look at the horses. I kind of, I was like, well, where do people stay? And she sent me a list of hotels and I was like, oh, I was just more thinking a stall. <laughs> to a deck room I can just slumber I in? know, they really should have that. They can make extra money. Um, Emily says, I put, I own an equestrian business and I put the wrong auditor's name on my thank you note with their order. And so she sold something to Elizabeth, but wrote, thanks Betty. Cause she thought it was Betty Faye because it was Elizabeth. Is Frey. that what that post was about? Yes. Uh. We're calling it Betty Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Frey, Betty Faye. Oh. Yeah, people that with the name Elizabeth go by Betty. So it's not that far off, but she's super embarrassed. And you know what? We love you. Um, Melissa's and Melissa. I'm calling bullshit on this because I need to see this. I had a really great lesson on Donnelly the other day. Remember Donnelly? Yes, that's farm boy's horse that Melissa bought. We've started incorporating cross rails into our pole work, and I've got so many compliments on just how nicely he jumps and how he tucks his nose into his knees, but I didn't get to see any because nobody took any videos. <laughs> it didn't happen, Melissa, if you don't have videos. That's right. Speaking of which, <laughs> did uh, is farm boy back? Farm boy is back. He got here Monday. He came Sunday morning and I put him on uh, Billy the Kid. So he got to ride. I was like, you have to ride the horse I got for you. <laughs> so, was he ready to shoot himself after having to do grown up things all summer? Um, he actually is like, I'll see you tomorrow morning. And I was like, no, no, I'm t Mondays is my morning off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you can come, but I'm not going to be there. <laughs> yeah, he's so ready to just get on the horses and, and go. So, poor guy. He's got so much family stuff going on right now that it's like it, you could write a book. And he just has this great attitude and this hard, like, heavy work ethic. And he's just the coolest kid in the world. And, oh, he's just great. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm like a mom where I'm like, he's got a girlfriend. And I'm like, I don't know if she's good enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to meet her. Uh, she, what, do you, what do you mean she doesn't like horses? What? You can't waste this type of horse oh, guy be on a non-horse girl. <laughs> she'll be perfect. Uh, uh, Taylor says, I have my horses at my own barn, and so I have no one to record me riding. That goes along with the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ellen, I'm going to give you a, you want all of mine before or after at the end, Do you, <laughs> you want me to like sprinkle them in. Oh, you haven't done yours already? No, no, no. I mean, no. my, my life is mine. Um, Ellen says, I'm going to go play with horses in Vermont for a whole week, but that means I have to figure out what I need to pack and the cat won't get out of my suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Th I don't have those days anymore, but, but, uh, I, yeah, the whole packing thing drives me in great. I just, oh my gosh. I have they such just... a difficult time with it. Yeah, and I'm like, I I'm, I booked a flight literally five minutes before the show, and I'm like, okay, do I need to bring a saddle? Should I check my saddle fits him? Do I need to bring? I know I need to bring a helmet. What kind of I need to have fashionable riding clothes. Oh my god, I need to go shopping. Oh, can I get Amazon packages before I leave in the morning? No, I don't think so. Oh my god. Sorry, Ellen, I'm with you. Um, I don't think says, Leandra cares, by the way. 
I have to look good because I'm going to take videos and post it for all you guys to see. I can't look like a <laughs> slumlord up in here. Can't ride in what I normally do, which is like, uh, I should probably put on boots. Um, Claire says, I'm going to a clinic next week and I can't decide which of my two lovely mares to take with me. Ah! <laughs> There's well, a Claire, tough problem. I had the problem where there was a clinic this past weekend with a dressage rider and I have took ACE to it already. And I'm like, do I take ACE for a second time or do I take Miles on his first ever road trip? And I'm like, okay, Miles is trained enough where I won't be embarrassed and I can take him somewhere. He's just going to spook across the arena. Okay, I got it. I signed him up. I'm like ready to go. They canceled it for heat. (laughs) (laughs) They had, it's been hot here, as you know, and they had an event here at the Florida Horse Park over the weekend. Oh my God. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how anybody did it, but they canceled it because like they have a covered arena and it's nice in there, but the trailering would be mm, just brutal. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the other thing you have to think about. Yeah. Avery says our triple digit heat wave finally broke this weekend so I can ride. Yay. But I'm going to Hawaii and I'll be gone for a whole week. <laughs> Shut up, Avery. <laughs> 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 oh, Karen, this is one of my favorites. Karen Chatton, our endurance riding hosts of the endurance episode. I was looking at two endurance prospects and I couldn't decide on which one to get. So I got them both. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I love it. You know what? I'm going to go get the one. See, I'm going to show Chad that I could have gotten two. Oh, I am going to be at new vocations. Fuck. I might as well fill the trailer. <laughs> Costs the same. Um, Elizabeth Frey, not Betty Frey Fay, said, I was in Florida for vacation and it was so fun, but I didn't get to go to WEC. <laughs> she didn't get to visit the World's Equestrian Center. Uh, wasn't as fun as it could have been. Okay, this one, is, you're going to have to sit down. This All is right. a bit of a journey. Okay. Today, this we'll is make from this Kay- the last one. No, I have two, two, two? Just two, two more. Kaylee says, it's today my battery died in my Jeep fob and I had to use my key to unlock it. And my Jeep is too stupid to realize it was open with a key and then the alarm went off and no battery in the fob means the Jeep can't detect it, so the alarm won't shut off. So my husband had to drive as fast as he could to Dollarama and bought replacement batteries. Meanwhile, dogs in the neighborhood are starting to bark. Neighbors are coming out to see what the fuck is going on. Oh, do not recommend. Next time, I'll just walk. (laughs) Okay, so my truck does that because I have two sets of keys. I'm going to give you a pro tip uh, life hack here. So my truck, if one fob doesn't work, I have to put the key in. I turn the key. The alarm starts going off. Put the key in the the, like thing, fob thing in the ignition and go to start it. It will stop the alarm. Maybe you did that. I don't know. That's what Jennifer has to do because we only have one fob. We only, the truck only came with one fob. The other one got lost. And uh, that's what she has to do, or it keeps going off. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, I don't know why. When did using a key actually mean you were stealing something you were owned? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. When did that become a thing? Proof positive. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, another long one. I took, there's a misspelling here. I, I went to Vermont from Michigan this past weekend to get some cute, tiny, mini sheep. And the trip went great. 
and I found a mounted shooting event on the way, so I decided to take both my new mares. And they did great, and a great time was had by all. And then my truck broke down in Pennsylvania, six hours from home. I lost my trans, but I lost my transmission in a Love's parking lot Ooh. with an RV hookup, dog park, mechanic, and riding trails. And there wasn't even a fairgrounds across the street to ride in the arena. Literally the best breakdown ever. I called home and within 15 minutes, I had two trucks heading my way to come and get me. And also my best friend drove the rest of the way home so I could sleep and be on the road delivering the sheep at 6 a.m. And she even helped me load them. That's quite so, yeah, an my, adventure. My first world problem is I got to travel and ride and see the country I would not have seen. But now I have to go truck shopping. <laughs> Marie, <laughs> Sounds like the Marie, best trip Marie. ever. Like people <laughs> should put that on like a like a travel map. They, they are Most making like legitimate camp little tiny campgrounds that loves now. Wow, that's cool. That's so, cool. So, you know, instead of sleeping with the trucks, you can pull up and you actually get hookups and stuff. Which oh. for those people with living quarters is you know, if you if you don't have the horses along, or if you have horses that are perfect, apparent. Well, she had sheep along, so she so just stayed in the trailer because she yeah. was in Vermont. It wasn't crazy hot. Yeah. I do have one more. I did yeah, forget okay. Kim Kim's um, because this one I thought you would appreciate. Okay. Yesterday, my husband reached over to pat my arm and tell me how hard my life is because the feed store didn't have my preferred spray leather cleaner and conditioner <laughs> or a tiger tongue scrubber. And then this is why like, she just leveled up on the wife thing. So I turned to him and I patted him right back, telling him that my hay pellets were in the trunk of his Tesla. <laughs> 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 yes why do we marry yes. why does anybody get married ever <laughs> hey chad guess what's in those little cargo compartments a, in your new yeah, motorcycle just dump hay it just dump pellets in them <laughs> i might have needed to put the feet in there but it's fine it'll be fine he loves hay too i'll just stick some hay and in you there you know the worst part of this is you're gonna lose you lost your son permanently now i mean he's just gone they, he's he's like he's mentally checked home, out of horses. When, and, when dad gets home, can we go on the motorcycle? Stop fucking asking me! <laughs> oh, they're going to be on that motorcycle. And then he got him the coolest helmet ever, which didn't help. Actually, that came from Uncle Justin. It's cool, though. I mean, he's got a cool <sighs> helmet. I can see why he's... Uh... Oh, well. Shut up, Glenn! <laughs> on that note, you've just been a great your life has been a great source of entertainment for me today i appreciate I'm it i'm so glad i can help if only i'd get a job <laughs> congratulations oh, you forgot you to play it to another post show. what thank you for all your the support wasp. oh now, go ride your horse oh. drama all right hang on everybody i'll put the wasp oh, right now not you already played the man music it's over <laughs> actually i didn't want to hear this i can't play for you I'm recording Where this for the auditors. <laughs> She's trying to kill a wasp in the room. Apparently it's huge. In her office. It's disappeared now. I can hear you. <laughs> I'm having a great laugh at your expense today. Shit. 
Oh, I'm not style. It went under my desk somewhere. I gotta sit cross-legged. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, shit balls. Hold on. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Been some day. You okay? I'm just checking. I mean, like, this is like a four-inch, like, red wasp. Oh, that's fun. When they're colorful, it's even more fun. How are they getting... This is the second one I've seen in here. You would wonder how they get into a new house. In a new room. <laughs> okay. Ah, well, that was exciting. Well, let's hope it doesn't get exciting again. If I scream, you know, I got stung. 